on the upside of things. Okay, edit that out. <laughs> I'm going to edit you out. Why? Don't talk like that. On, don't do that in public. I, I, edit, I edit out dumb shit you say all the time. Well, that's a lack of nothing I say is dumb. I beg to differ. I, I'll just leave some in here from, from this time and we'll, and we'll let the audience decide. So what's new to you? Well, this is like going to be a comedy edition of what's new to me. Uh, first, I'll start with I watch several shows because this is fall and fall brings along new programming. And the first show I'll watch is The Mayor from ABC. Uh, the Mayor is a comedy debut this month. It's about a young black rapper named Courtney Rose, playing by played by Brandon Mike, and he accidentally. Well, I'm not gonna say accidentally, but he runs for mayor just to promote his music. He doesn't really want to win. He ends up winning, so he's now the mayor, and it's cute. It's a cute little show. It's got a cute cast. Uh, Yvette, Yvette Nicole Brown plays his mother, and she's really good. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's familiar with her. She played uh, Shirley on Community. She was the manager at the movies on Drake, uh, on uh, Josh and Drake. She she did a comedy. So having her on this show is really good because she's like the anchor. The rest of the cast is a bunch of people I really don't know. Uh, they serve. I mean, he has his friends part of this council, and he has an advisor from high school. It's a good show. It's cute. Uh, some of it's funny. It's charming. I think it's going to get canceled. It might last another season. Maybe it might get three, but it's not going to be around long. I don't, I, I might, I don't know. I have to see what the ratings look like. It's gotten good reviews from credible sources, but I don't, I just don't think it's going to make it, man. It's, I, I don't know how long the, the wheels are going to turn on this one. Cause it's like, where, where go with this? You know, he won there act like not even one. And then that's, uh, so far, it's three episodes in as of this recording. And it showed him, like, being put in certain situations, but nothing that, like, really awkward. Like, one second episode, he visited, uh, I think, a high school, a, kid, a school. He promised the kids, like, a music program. And he kind of had to pull it out of thin air. Like, stuff like that. And it's cute and it's charming, but I'm just like, okay, what's, like, we're going to get to, like, real conflict. Like, he has no political background. Like, a rapper, like gonna be like okay somebody's like this dude shouldn't be mayor uh but i don't i don't know like i said it, it's funny it's it has like uh, a real happy feeling about it like you watch the show you feel like upbeat like the way it's filmed and uh the comedy that the, the timing of the jokes is real clean it's like something you can watch with your mama uh the second show i watch i don't believe i watched marlon oh my god I only watched two episodes, so don't do all that. <laughs> and it's just as bad as I imagined it to be. Uh, it's not that funny, bro. I don't know how this got a second season off the top. Like, I just don't get it. Uh, Marlon plays a divorced dad who's living with his friend and is uh, like a, a internet star. Or you, he's trying to be an internet star. Like he's on YouTube and stuff like that. Marlon and it's is. just not that good, man. What did you say? Marlon is the one trying to be on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. He has these shows and and he does this this 
this uh, web series and shit. And he's living with his friend, and he's a broke boy. Oh, and shit. Wife is trying to move on. She started dating, but he still can't let go. Uh, he, he loves his kids. They got, you know, they got kids, of course. And he pops up at the house, always being, he's really a nuisance. <laughs> like, I was watching the show, I was like, man, this dude's annoying as shit. Like, I see why they got a divorce. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's just not that good, man. It's just, it's just not good watching. <laughs> I, I watched two episodes, and I was like, okay, I can't do it anymore. So... I mean, maybe maybe it's for the people. Uh, maybe the, I'm sure there's some people out there that laugh at that shit and thought it was funny, but just didn't didn't move me, man. Didn't move me at all. And another comedy that just debuted is White Famous oh. on Showtime. Oh, that's a show. Uh, yes, it's a show. What oh. you thought it was a comedy special? No, I thought it was a movie. No, it's, it's not a. I, I thought it's it was a, TV a, show? a movie that was going to be in theaters. Well, at least, it, at least you paid attention. No, it's, it's not a movie. <laughs> it's a TV show starring uh, SNL um, Jay Farrow. And it's uh, being executive produced by Jamie Foxx. Matter of fact, uh, Jamie Foxx says that the show is based on personal experiences as a comedian turned Hollywood actor. Uh, Jay Farrell stars as Floyd Mooney, this on the rise comedian. But at the same time of you know being on the rise, he's trying to break through. He's trying to get into Hollywood, and he doesn't want to sacrifice his integrity and you know him, you know his art, his craft, just to make money. And that conflict is brought up in the first episode, and Jamie Fox uh, ends up being in this episode. He was pretty funny. And he uh he gives him a shot to be in the movie, but he has to wear a dress. Oh and no! There's the, right, and then there's the whole I'm a black man and I'm not wearing no dress and blah blah blah. And it was it was actually good though. And Jay Farrell has range, man. He's more than just impression. He only did one impression this this, this whole episode, and it was at the end. Mm. And then he did his Denzel impression, which is like my favorite one. But it was it was a really good show. I laughed out loud several times. It's a really good cast. I like I even uh I even like the the woman that plays his, uh baby mama. Uh Cleopatra Coleman plays his, uh baby mama. Who is that? That name sounds familiar. Cleopatra Coleman? Yeah. She's really pretty. Uh, she was she was on uh The Last Man on Earth and uh well, she was in Step Up Revolution. No, I don't know. <laughs> I just but she's really pretty. I just recognize really her name. Lady. Really pretty lady, and she plays his baby mom, and uh, they have their issues. He's still in love with her, and she's like still trying to like kind of find her own life. But it's only two episodes. Two episodes in, on, uh, as far as this recording. And I like it. Second episode wasn't as strong as the first episode, but Michael Rappaport was in the second episode, so that's probably why I don't really like him. Oh my god! And uh, but uh, check out White Famous, man. I, I definitely recommend it. It's funny. It's it's fresh, kind of. It's in face. It's on Showtime. Check it out. Uh, the last comedy I watched was man. I'm talking. This show had me like laughing out loud. Was uh, Big Mouth. On Netflix, man, this was like a rated R Bob's Burgers. If you're in the animated shows and if you're in the crass humor, this is the show for you. Like this show I, is so crass that sometimes I've like felt uncomfortable. Yeah, I started to watch it, but then I was like, I don't. I'm not in the mood to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's not like a snuff movie, but it's just. Well, you know me. <laughs> just, it's just yeah, it's just a real. It's, the humor is real. It get real raunchy. But it, it's funny, though. I like it. I, I enjoyed it. It had heart, too. So it wasn't just completely crass for no reason. But uh, Big Mouth is basically about these kids going through puberty and puberty, like, all of puberty, like, from masturbation to uh, period, acne to uh, pubic hair. 
it's just it's just it covers all that, but just done in a very bold, <laughs> raunchy way. But it's hilarious. Like I I I, I said I was gonna watch. I rarely go back and watch Netflix series again, but I will watch this one over again because some of the jokes are funny. Like it was one joke. Like the hormones are like real things. Like they you actually see them talking to the kids <laughs> and. The boy masturbated for the first time. He asked him, what was it like coming for the first time? He said it was like opening a Capri Sun. I bust <laughs> That's accurate. It was, it was pretty funny. It's a funny show. Oh, my God. So, yeah. That's all I got. Opening a Capri Sun. Wow. My my, what's new to me is a little less eventful. Um, you know, I've been going through the the fucking trenches and Redbox. Yeah, have fun with that. So I Redbox. You like the last people that use Redbox, by the way. You said what? I said y'all y'all are dying generation in Redbox users. Oh, hopefully they'll make the price go down. Shit. Uh, are they really? Are they expensive now? Like, are they what? Still a dollar? It's a dollar fifty. Wow. Yeah. But, um, so I red boxed the mummy. Why would you do that? <laughs> but you know what? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was. Huh? Was it better than the last one? Was it better than the last one? The last mummy? Mm-hmm. I, I don't even fucking halfway remember that one, honestly. So I'm going to say, yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but basically... It was. I was only halfway paying attention to it, but to know that, first of all, <laughs> it blew. My, I bust out laughing when I realized this: that Tom Cruise and Russell Crowe are working together in this movie, in this whack, movie. Yes, in this whack ass mummy movie is when we get a Russell Crowe, Tom Cruise collaboration. <laughs> I was like, wow. Of all the fucking movies y'all could have ever had the chance to do together, this is the one. Um, so Tom Cruise plays like a, I don't know if he's in the army. It's, it's I just, halfway wasn't paying attention and it wasn't that engaging. So I just don't fucking know. I missed it. He's like some kind of explorer and he's in Iraq uh, with uh, his friend. But they're also kind of like, I think they're like scam artists, like grave diggers and shit, like try to find treasure and sell it and shit. So they uh, stumble across the, the tomb of this mummy who is like a thousand miles away from Egypt. And it's because the, the mummy is it's a woman and she was the, the daughter of the, of the pharaoh. She was going to become queen one day. Then he fell in love, got married, and had a son. And so since she since he had a son, then the son was going to get to be king and it was going to skip over her. So she's pissed. So she makes a, a pact with the god of death. And she uh, she killed her father, killed the baby, killed his wife. And so they caught her as she was about to make a human sacrifice to bring the god of death to life. And they caught her and they mummified her alive and they carried her all these miles away. They was like, look, we don't fucking want you in Egypt because if you wake up, you're going to fucking wreak havoc. So they find her. They accidentally wake her up. She starts fucking shit up. Uh, And the love interest is some woman, like an archaeologist. She was whack and unforgettable. Um... It was just, it wasn't that bad, but it was just, like, really forgettable. Much like Blade Runner, which I guess I'll talk about that, too. Um, it, it, I mean, it was it was kind of silly. And at first, when I first heard they were making a, a mummy movie without Brendan Fraser, I was like, man, this fucked up. But now I'm like, mm. <laughs> like, uh, Brendan Fraser, where, wherever the fuck he might be, should be happy that he, they didn't call him for this shit. Uh but and it had it had nothing to do with like the previous series like at all. It was just a whole new mummy movie. So there's that, and also the mummy was she was not that scary. Like I was scared in the first in the first two mummies. I was fucking scared of Emotep. I wasn't fucking with him. 
But this bitch, she was just like, she wasn't even really doing anything. I'm like, can I get a scarier monster? Uh, what else is new to me is, I guess, I don't want to talk about Blade Runner. It was long and boring. That's all you need to know. Wow, it was long and boring. It, it, that's how I sum it up. It was long and boring. Like, uh, I've never seen the original Blade Runner, but if it was, have, was it, it long and boring it, too? Uh, yeah, you wouldn't like it. If you, yeah, you definitely wouldn't like it. Because I, I watched it, I saw it when I was younger, and I watched it again recently, like the warm-up, and I was like, man, this shit boring. Hmm. Yeah, it was boring. Other thing that's new to me was I watched Big Little Lies, which you watched. And mm-hmm. I don't think you talked about it on the show, did you? No, I didn't. I think I might have mentioned it when they won Emmys. I, don't, I didn't want to go into because I wanted you to watch it, and I wanted to do a review, but by the time it ended, I had, like, moved on, and then just was old. Yeah. So, but well, I'm glad you watched it. Well... What'd you think of it? I loved it. I thought it was so interesting seeing all these... I, I like stories like that about, like, fucking uh, stay-at-home moms and all the little, you know, shit that they do. And it was basically a bunch of white women problems. But, um... But it was it was interesting seeing, like, like I really believe that was them. They, the casting was really good. Reese Witherspoon was fucking annoying. <laughs> she was fucking annoying. Uh, Nicole Kidman, I don't know what the fuck her and Eric from True Blood had going on. That shit was weird. Oh, yo, that shit, wow. <laughs> that, 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 was, that was the only reason I kept watching. Right. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, kill him. And then Zoe... Zoe Kravitz was uh, being this weird hippy dippy mom and seeing that little dance with her and Reese Witherspoon going back and forth on you know mother and stepmother and um, yo the yoga it was funny though the remember word? that part like episode two I think uh, one doing yoga class and she was talking and the woman was like shh. She was like, look, I paid. She was like, look, I can I, I, I talk if I want to. I was like, well, just like a white woman. Hell yeah. Like, like, not gonna a, shit's me. My, my yoga class, I Right. And I kind of just felt bad for a, a lot of those characters. Yeah. Yeah, even though they had, like, uh, they had, like, it looked like normal, like, really nice lives on the outside. The shit was real fucked up. Mm-hmm. And, every, and it was all of them. Like, they all had problems. And I, I, I liked how they tied it. I don't want to give it away, but I like how they tied it all together at the end. I was like, oh my gosh, this all makes so much sense. So was it better? Uh, was it better than the night of? Um, I think, I think in the long run, yeah. Like with that one, it was like a the the it was better over more episodes because. The night of, the bulk of the good shit is in the first episode. Because <laughs> after mm. the first episode, it kind of, like, trails off. But, um, but yeah. I, I I enjoy watching the the series, the whole series more than I enjoy watching the whole series of uh, The Night Of. So that's it almost new to me. Not bad. I'm, I'm mad you watch The Mummy still. But... <laughs> so why would you do that? <laughs> That's, that's, but I, you know what? I would I would take a gamble on that mummy movie before Transformers though. Yeah, that's it Transformers was. Yeah, too. it was. That was, was you at your- a lot better than that. And I and, and it was it wasn't a complete waste of a dollar fifty. I I laughed during the mummy a lot. Uh, I mean not at the parts that were supposed to be, they weren't supposed to be funny, but the movie was like damn near like a parody of itself. Wow, you've seen every mummy movie. I have. What did you see, Scorpion King? Hey, now you know I seen the damn Scorpion King. You know who my mama is? My mama loves the Scorpion King. Hell no. I forgot who played him. Boy, it didn't even go to the theater. Yeah, I forgot who played him in the DVD. Rock no, but it. Yeah, he was out trying to be Hercules. <laughs> I'm still mad about that. Let's let's not go there. Okay, what's next? Uh next. Uh, we're gonna do six piece and a biscuit. Yeah, six piece and a biscuit. That's not the theme song, by the way. Well, what is the theme song? 
man. We we gotta have Annie from Popeye sing it. Love no, that chicken no, Popeye. No, remember on Chappelle, uh I love chicken <laughs> the frog. Okay, my first piece. So, if you haven't heard by now, Harvey Weinstein is out here raping everybody. Wow. Yeah. And I didn't realize there were rape allegations as well. I thought it was just sexual harassment, but no. (laughs) This nigga's wild. So, Jay-Z is trying, wants to buy his shares of the Weinstein company. And uh, Harvey Weinstein, he owns 23% of the company. And Jay-Z's trying to buy him out. <laughs> uh, and, you know, Jay-Z, is the, had, he did a production deal with the Weinstein company last year. And it seemed like every couple months I, it was something new, like, oh, Jay-Z's going to produce this with the Weinstein company. He's going to produce that. And I think that would be cool. I mean, they already fired him. <laughs> they, they fired Harvey Weinstein. I mean, the, the company does still have his name, but shit, he don't work there no more. So, can you force somebody yeah, to I, sell their stake in the company? Can you force someone? Yeah. Uh, I have, I don't know exactly how that works, but I'm pretty sure he would. Um, like, he won't be doing much of anything after all these allegations. It's yeah. like every day there's a new one. Yeah, they fired him. Yeah. So that's it. So uh, that's everything. Yeah, Jay Z uh, wants to buy it, buy his state. Okay, I was expecting more. Um, well, if you miss Gerard Carmichael and Lil Ray working together, you're in luck because the two are back in boots. Apparently, Lil Ray will getting a. Uh, television show or some type of program on Fox. Uh, Fox is, uh, this is from Variety. Uh, Fox has put in a pilot order and Gerard Carmichael would serve as executive producer. Uh, still, very little has been released. Uh, I'm pretty sure it'll be just a fictional version of uh, Lil Ray. I kind of wish that... It'd be the Bobby that, and Nikisha show. Yeah, I kind of wish he would translate from what he did on a Carmichael show. So we'll see. But uh, the currently untitled multi-camera series would start. Well, it's multi-camera, so I guess that it, uh, it's gonna be like kind of like Louis shit like that. Won't be no damn uh, recording in front of a live audience. But it shows a prideful, self-made success who lives by the code to always be in. I always believe in yourself and great things will come. But he finds that attitude put to the test when he learns his wife having an affair with his own barber. Mm. He tries ah. to rebuild his life. He tries to rebuild rebuild his life post divorce as a long distance single father on the west side of Chicago on a quest for love, respect, and a new barber. They had to put the new barber in. Yo, you know you know what? This is like some shit off Twitter, cause people always Hell joke yeah. about uh Finding a new barber or uh, a barber that trusts you or a barber that loves you. I ain't going to lie, though. As a black man, that, that would be pretty fucked up. Because once you have a barber that knows you, knows what you like, and makes you look good, that is hard. To, yeah, that is. Man, that. I would rather lose a wife than lose a barber. Right. That's like the ultimate betrayal. Like, damn. I mean, but at the end of the day, though, who knows you better than your barber, though? Right. <laughs> My barber knows everything about me. I knew him before he was a barber. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, uh, this is going to be his uh, Carmichael's first project since the Carmichael show ended. And we'll see. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I, have, I, have, I have faith in them. But I'm interested to see how this play out on Fox because Fox will cancel your shit. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> I don't think the Carmichael show would have gotten three seasons on Fox if the writings were bad. They would be like, all right, look, y'all got to go. All right. So we'll see how it goes. I'm rooting for him, though. Okay. Well, my next piece is about, you remember uh, that show that HBO was getting ready to do that everybody's so mad about? Uh, the HBO show Confederate, HBO CEO, Richard Pe- Plepper, Plepper, 
Flepper. That's a fun name. Spoke to Vanity Fair at a Vanity Fair summit, and he said, we screwed up in an important way. I'm glad y'all know, because I'm tired of hearing about it. Uh, he said that the show's concept was about showing what we call the thin line, the thin veneer of civilization. That's what we were meant to explore. Where we screwed up was we tried to explain a complicated subject in a press release in three paragraphs. A lie goes, goes halfway around the world before the truth puts its boots on. And we bear some of the responsibility for that. Do you think it even happens now? I mean, it doesn't say that they're not that they're stopping it. He said that we're he. It says that apologies ended just at the press release itself, and um, it's Confederate is still set to air as planned. When does when is this supposed to air? Um, I think next year, but I'm not sure. It doesn't say in this article. Next year sounds too soon. The question, the real question is, would you watch? I watch it. Wow! You about to lose your black card. Oh my fucking god! All the damn slaves. All the damn slave movies I don't watch. I watch. I watch. I read that book. That that book that was about uh, the Civil War never happened, and there was still slavery in four states, five states, or I, I think it was four states. Underground airlines. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. My Uh Facebook orders drama series to watch with uh, Kerry Washington producing. Oh, I Facebook, read about this. Huh? I read about it. What? Oh, yeah. Facebook is continuing pushing the scripted programming with an order for a drama series that boosts scandal star Kerry Washington among its executive producers, Variety, has reported. The show's called Five Points. The series is set on the south side of Chicago and takes a look at high school students from five unique points of view. When a life-changing event occurs, all these different perspectives will be necessary to understand the truth. Uh, so far, that's all we know, really. Uh, it will air on Watch, that's Facebook's new platform for original shows. And, yeah, let's just wait and see. It's uh, going to be ten episodes. And Carrie is going to be the executive producer, so you can tell she's she's ready for life after uh, Scandal. Mm-hmm. She's been uh she's been doing stuff for the last like I don't know two or three scandal seasons, like she did the confirmation movie on HBO, um, and she produced something else a documentary, but I think that's good. She's she's trying to, to diversify her portfolio. Yeah, uh, Facebook is still building a network with Watch. Uh, there's the Ball in the Family show, the reality series following uh, Lonzo Ball. There's Loosely Exactly Nicole, a comedy series uh, starring Nicole Byer. And there's the Humans of New York show based on the popular Facebook page. So Facebook is uh, trying to really build a network here on their platform at the same time. So that's good. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I think we talked about this before, how the price of Netflix is going up next month from $9.99 to $10.99. So, after that news dropped, Hulu decided that we're going to take advantage of this, and they dropped their introductory introductory price to $5.99. And after your first year of Hulu, then it'll go back up to the regular price of seven ninety nine. And personally, I have Hulu, and I think eight dollars is too much for it. But <laughs> but Netflix, well, what it de- it depends on how much TV you watch. Yeah, if you're the type of person that like you want to watch shows as they're happening throughout the season. And you happen to miss it that night, you can watch it the next day on Hulu. Yeah. But yeah. if you're one of those people that like binging shows, when they come out, like uh, for streaming services or whatever, it really kind of like eh, serves you no real yeah. purpose. Maybe, so it depends. Maybe the reason huh? why is because like I do a lot of shows like watch them the next day, but I watch them like on the NBC app or on the ABC app or 
you know, I watch it on the apps of those networks. So maybe that's why I don't use Hulu as much as I thought. And um, <laughs> Hulu, Hulu just needs to, Hulu's in the right direction though, because The Handmaid's Tale was a really good show. I mean, they did that, they did something with that show that Netflix never did. They won uh, Best Outstanding Series. Right. So they're in the right direction. I think once they build up their original content, they could really t- try to take a shot at uh, at Netflix. But right now, Netflix, I-, I put it like this. It's still, to me, it's still Netflix, Amazon Prime, and then Hulu as far as the original content goes. Right. Because even though Handmaid's Tale did make history, shit, Netflix got, like, Netflix the people's channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Amazon Prime, a lot of people don't watch, a lot of people don't have I get, a lot of people don't use the service, but they have a lot of Emmy winning shows. Like Transparent, like I think that show has won a lot of fucking Emmy, mm-hmm. and it's only on like four seasons. Yeah. And Mozart in the Jungle. Yeah. So, so maybe if I am not able to use those other streaming apps anymore, maybe I'll that maybe that's when I'll start using Hulu more. But as of right now, I'm getting ready to cancel it. <laughs> So, you have one more so piece? How do you about the Netflix price as a customer? Um, I don't mind it because I understand they need that money to for the new for the um original programming and I watch a lot of those shows, so I don't mind spending the extra dollar on Netflix every month. Okay. You got one more piece or are we are we done with the pieces? Silly. Uh, yeah, I'm going to mention um, the Black Hollywood or Black Future Hollywood is still coming strong with uh, Travante Rose and Lil Ray joining Sandra Bullock's Netflix movie Bird Box. Uh, Travante Rose and Lil Ray, among names added to the ensemble cast for Sandra Bullock's upcoming movie Bird Box, they were added earlier uh, earlier this month. According to Variety, who broke the news, the story follows a woman and a pair of children who are blindfolded and make their way through a post-apocalyptic city along the river. Uh, all of the roles are really unknown so far. Uh, Moonlight, uh, Moonlight star Travante Rose is set for this movie and two other films next year. He's going to be in a war drama called Horse Soldiers, Horse Soldiers, and it's, um, a remake of The Predator. And of course, Lil Ray is everywhere, uh, getting his own show. He's going to be in the uh, Uncle Drew uh, movie. He's on this season of the uh, Survivor's Remorse, and he was on Insecure last season. He's probably going to be on Insecure next season. All right. Well, the biscuit is one that has been made with. The hand, the hands of the sweetest black grandma. Just get to it. (laughs) Yeah. New Black Panther trailer dropped. And it's fucking lit. Yeah, it was was fun. It was, uh, it it showed, uh, more of Wakanda. It showed a little more of the plot. It showed a lot of action. Yeah. Like, this, this is not going to be, uh, a slow movie, I think. It's going to be moving a lot of moving pieces. And we got to hear also, Michael B. Jordan speaking. He doesn't have a dumb accent, so that's good. Yeah. His character, uh, Killmonger, yeah, he might be he might be pretty badass on the trailer. Also, there's a new costume. Uh, new, new outfit for Black Panther, new duds. I like it. Uh, I also like the fact that, uh, Got to see more Angela Bassett. And it was, it was a good trailer. Like, it was a lot of fun. Like, the point when he ripped that fucking uh, tire off. Mm-hmm. Fucked up over. I was like, ah, damn. And uh, I don't remember seeing Forrest Whitaker. I probably overlooked him. Yeah, I don't remember either. But a lot of Lapita. Like, she had a lot of screen time in this movie, apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, at least just trailer. That's all I took away from it, man. I'm excited. Me too. I fucking can't it's, wait. There's a lot of people excited about this movie. I, I, this has to be the first 
movie I've seen in a long time that all black people like unanimous, unanimously like. Like they all want to go see it. Like usually it's like a small crowd that might be like, eh, or someone like, well, they didn't do this right, but. I haven't seen a I haven't seen a black person yet say that they're not going to go see it or that they had like really. I'm fucking ready. <laughs> I had a post on Facebook about how I, I I like really enjoyed seeing all the black people like appreciate this movie and want to go see it. Wait, and wait someone, a second. Uh, no, before let me preface this. So, Uptown Bobby, he is known for his his Facebook statuses are known to start arguments. He is not intentionally trying to start arguments, but motherfuckers always, no matter what he's talking about, will come on there and start arguing about something dumb. Now go ahead. Anyway, I made a comment. I mean, I made a post about how I was excited about, you know, people being happy to see this movie and wanting to go see it. And someone came and said that, uh, I'm paraphrasing, said that they wanted to do well, but knowing black people, we not go support it the way we should because black people don't support things uh, like that all at once or basically with the full potential. He and he also said that all black that black people are just gonna stream it and not go see it at the moment. Right. First of all, if you don't go see this movie, I'm not judging you. Like if you if you prefer to bootleg it or stream it, I mean, cool. I stream movies all the fucking time. <laughs> You know, if you, movies are, I mean, depending where you live or your financial situation, that shit is a, a privilege and a luxury. Right. You know, if you have access to other ways of watching movies, cool. Like, I'm all for that shit. Like, do do you. But please believe that a few people streaming this movie is not going, like, like people stream movies every day. Like, that's what I understand. If a movie is meant to make money, it's going to make fucking money, man. Right. Like, if, if if streaming was that like detrimental to Hollywood, then movie theaters wouldn't exist. Like, mm-hmm. like this shit been going on for a long time. So like, if you gonna stream it, whatever. But at the same time, that person like said something really ignorant because if you didn't, like, obviously they're not paying attention to movies this year or movies. Period. Because Get Out, a movie that cost what, like what fucking less than ten million dollars to make fucking made bank it was like one of the biggest movies of this year girls trip a fucking movie that was meant probably that was low-key meant to just come out and like disappear became like the movie of the summer yeah and made twice like they they made twice the profit on that fucking movie so if you don't think this movie backed by disney and fucking marvel comics (laughs) with this all-black cast right not gonna make money crazy. And the fucking black people fucking go to the movies. Like love the movies. Black people love going to the movies. Especially now I don't know about a lot of people our age. I I don't know. I talked to some weirdos. They're like, uh-uh, I hate going to the movies. You're fucking weird. But <laughs> older black people, people in, you know, thirties, forties, fifties. They will, with children? With, they will go. Do you know how many kids, is about, black kids is about to be up in this bitch? I need to make Bad sure bitch. I go to the midnight showing so there ain't no babies in there. And my sister, my sister has three kids and they live in, they go see all those new movies that come out. So I don't know where he's getting his information from. I mean, I, I don't know why people are like spreading this nonsense that black people don't support black art or whatever. Because Tyler Perry, um, like multi-millionaire right. for a reason. Like who do you know they, I mean? who, who do they think is going to like, see his movies? For every nigga you uh, you see on Facebook or any any social media outlet that complain about Tyler Perry being a cone, blah blah blah. You know what? All the you know how big, you know how big people go to church. <laughs> you know how big churches are. Right. So imagine all those people at a church going to see a Tyler Perry movie versus five niggas on Facebook calling him a cone. Right. Like, <laughs> right. That's, Math of it, like people are going to see these boobies, man. So black people are going to see these boobies. And then you know what? Even though there's been some white fuck boys on the internet complaining about Black Panther, there's going to be white people going to see this movie too. Hell yeah! Movies going to make a lot of fucking money, man. It's just, it's just, it's going to make money. I'm interested to see what think pieces are going to come out there because after right now everybody's cool, everybody wants to see, it, but this always what motherfucker is going to be like. 
five reasons why Black Black Panther let down uh, Afrofuturism. True Afro. <laughs> <laughs> five reasons why Black Panther is problematic. Oh my God. Why 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 it wasn't uh, uh black homosexuals don't exist in the future in Africa? <laughs> like <laughs> Oh man. So it's it's gonna happen. But I'm excited. Everyone's excited. This movie's gonna make a lot of money. Hopefully I mean you already know it's it's guaranteed a sequel, so hopefully it doesn't suck. Yeah. And uh like I always say, with all these people getting into it because uh the movie is gonna be lit and all that, I I, I would like more people try to give the comic a chance. I'm not saying you have to buy every fucking issue, but give the comic a chance because if you give the comic a chance, it helps open up the avenue for more black comic writers. Yeah. Because the problem with Black Panther is not only do they just get black people who have like a certain status other than writing comics to write the comics, they don't give other black people opportunities to write characters that aren't black. Like, only for the most part, the only black people write black characters, and that's something that that we need to change within the comic industry. But I think it's unfair for white men like Brian Michael Bendis, who can create black characters like Miles Morales and uh, Riri Williams. He gets to play with all these black. He brought Luke Cage back, but a black man can never write Batman, or a black man has never written Iron Man. So. We just need more diversity in comics, period. We need more black women writers. We need black men writing. More, and then especially more black people that aren't already famous. Because mm-hmm. that's another thing I don't like. Like, black, the last two prominent Black Panther comic writers were already people that was like uh, Reginald Hudlin. Uh, and right now you have, uh, what's Ta-Nehisi. his name? Ta-Nehisi. Yeah, Ta-Nehisi Coates writing the series. Like, now, now that's no shade to Ta-Nehisi, who's a really good writer. But writing comics is very different than writing uh, nonfiction. Yeah, you know, I, I tried to write. I tried to read *Word of Wakanda*, and honey, it put me to sleep. Right, and that's been that's been the major. Uh, that's been one of the major complaints from people that read the comics because he's a non. He writes. He doesn't write uh, fiction. Yeah, he doesn't write fiction. So you're gonna take this this brilliant black writer and to push him into this world because, hey, you're hot right now. Right. You're like, main voices of black literature. Write this fictional character. They just don't want, they just don't want to take a chance on somebody new. They just don't think nobody will read it. If, right, that's uh, what I'm saying. Written by nobody, yeah. So, I don't know, but it's a good time for, uh, for black art, really. And black people. So now would be the perfect time to have, you know, so an unknown writing Black Panther because people who don't fucking read comics are gonna try to read it. Like, and they don't fucking gonna care. Anything, yeah, gonna pick up anything with his face on it. Right. They don't care. They don't care who, who and, write the shit. And even if it's a newcomer, like, at least have them have a background in fiction. Right. Sci fi, you know? So, we'll see. All right. That's it. Is that it? Yeah. So, for a second part of the show, we decided to do something a little different because uh, there's really, it just really hasn't been that much going on that we want to talk about. So, we decided to do a one gotta go show. And we're going to do... Um, you know, you've seen the memes on Twitter and all over the internet where there's like three or four choices and one of them got to go. So I made up my own list of one got to goes and we're both going to pick who got to get the hell out of here. So you want to start with music, TV or movies? Uh, let's start with... Uh, mo- you said movies? Yeah. Okay. All right. I made them a little specific. <laughs> um, which one do I want to do? Let's go with action movie franchises. Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, Indiana Jones, or the Bourne series. Wow, this is really good. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Lethal Weapon. Because... 
here's why I say lethal weapon because the first the first two are really strong, and then three and four just fall off the fucking rails. At mm-hmm. least with the Bourne series, I haven't seen the, the newest one, but I really I really think the first few were real strong. Also, Indiana, I mean, it's fucking Indiana Jones, right? And and Hard was good. It's like Hard never really. Hard, I haven't seen a Hard movie that really sucked. So, yeah, I would say Lethal Weapon because the first two were really strong and the second three weren't necessary. And then the TV show just end. <laughs> so, yeah, I would, I would pick the weapon for me. What about you? I'm going to say the Bourne series. And I think it might be just be because I watched them so late, but I, like, literally, I felt nothing for them when I watched them. I was like, this is boring. Um, and they're the same thing. They're the same movie over and over again. There's <laughs> there's no like progression of the plot really. I mean a little here and there, but really all the Bourne movies could be one movie if you just you know <laughs> trimmed it down. I was like, man, I was like, I love Mad Damon, but this shit is whack. <laughs> so I'm gonna say the Bourne series. Hmm. So does that mean you really like Lethal Weapon? No, it doesn't mean I really like it. I just, I just really um, don't care for the Born series. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like Lethal Weapon that much, but I like it a little better so you, than the Born. Basically, basically, you pick by which one you dislike the most. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, that's the one that gotta go. So, let's do music. Jay-Z albums. Black album, American Gangster, Blueprint, or Reasonable Doubt. American Gangster. <laughs> I think yeah. that's my choice, too. <laughs> yeah, it's not fucking weird. Yeah, it's a good album, but like somebody said when it first came out, it's just Reasonable Doubt Xerox. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just it's, it's just a more up-to-date Reasonable doubt. As, so mu- as much as I love Rock Boys, I love You Don't Know Better. <laughs> I love I love it more. And the Reasonable Doubt just has like a special place in my heart for sentimental reasons. The Black Album is the fucking Black Album. You know what song with American Gangsta I forgot about that I loved when it first came out? Um, uh, they know Magic Party Life. Oh yeah, part like part like go hard. Yeah. Okay, let's go to television. Um, let's do cartoons. No, you don't watch no cartoons. I mean, it's cartoons from when we were kids. Okay. Doug, Rugrats, SpongeBob, or the Fairly Odd Parents. Mmm, this one's hard. <laughs> Wait a second. I- Doug. Oh yeah, I'm gonna say Doug too. Doug fell off. Doug fell off when it went to Disney. Like I never watched the Disney Doug. They changed the theme song. They changed. He started wearing pants. And then Doug, like if you watch Doug as an adult, he was he annoying. He's a fucking (laughs) crybaby. Like dude, like fucking shut up, (laughs) like shut the fuck up. And then my whole thing with Doug was why everybody. Y'all trying to push this whole, oh, everybody's diverse. We have blue people, green people, red people. <laughs> why the fuck Doug White? Right. Because he's, he's the main character. That's why. Still. Main, fuck that. main character can't be uh, a person, a cartoon of color. Fuck out of here. White as fuck. <laughs> um, okay. Back to movies. Sticking with, let's stick with cartoons for a little bit. Movies. 90s Disney movies. Aladdin, The Lion King, Pocahontas, or Mulan. I know which one you ain't getting rid of. Said Aladdin, Lion King, or what? Pocahontas and Mulan. Oh, Pocahontas. <laughs> I, I, never, I never really liked Pocahontas that much. Like, it, was, it, was, it was cool, but it, to me, other than uh, uh, the singing... I really didn't. I wasn't really that moved by it. Um, I'm gonna say Aladdin. You, you, you smoking I, crack? I, I, <laughs> smoking crack rocks. And, and I, crack rock, crack rock. And I Aladdin, know. <laughs> Aladdin. 
return of Javon? Oh, you sleep. You even like the you even like the TV move. You even listen, like the one that was the video. Listen, Linda, listen, listen. I am gonna go off of off of how I would feel as a kid. Actually, that's wrong then. I'm not I'm not exactly. I, I retract it. I'm gonna get rid of Mulan. I know, I know you love Mulan, but I I forgot Mulan was in the equation because I was looking at Pocahontas and Aladdin. I'm gonna get rid of Mulan just because I every time I watch Mulan, I remember I would get to like a certain point, like after like they were doing like the training, and I would be like, okay, I don't fucking want to watch this anymore. I didn't care. (laughs) I was like, I really don't care about if y'all defeat the Huns or not. You you call yourself a feminist, huh? So, huh? What the fuck they got to do with anything? Um, let's go back to music. Earth, Wind, and Fire songs. <laughs> September, Less Groove, Shining Star, or Reasons. Oh man, I would say I would say Less Groove because if you get rid of Less Groove, you still got uh, Book Plan. That's not that's not part of our choices. Still, it still exists. <laughs> Hell no, nah, I will not get let, get rid of that. So you get rid of reasons? Yes. Man, I don't know, man. That's, <laughs> that's fucking cool. That was in. I mean, that's oh. cool, but I'm sorry. It's just that's magic. I don't know. <laughs> but your motherland is dope. That's not in the choices. But it still exists. So oh. take out, uh, if one got to go, that means Boogie Wonderland's still here. So which one are you, you saying Let's Groove? Unfortunately. Oh. I mean, it's not something I'm proud of. It's <laughs> not something I'm proud of. Oh, my God. Okay, football movies. Friday Night Lights, Remember the Titans, Varsity Blues, or The Waterboy. Blues. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I really like that movie, and my mom and I used to watch it all the time, but sorry, it's it's no Friday Night Lights or Waterboy. Okay, HBO dramas. Shit, I already know which one both of us is going to pick now that I look at it. Uh, the Wire, Game of Thrones, The Sopranos, and True Blood. Okay, you said The Wire, Sopranos, and what? Game of Thrones. Ah, true blood. That's so easy. Um, I would actually say The Sopranos. And I know I, I haven't watched the whole series. I've watched a few episodes, and I was like, man. I mean, I know I don't know what's going on, but this is kind of boring. I definitely take uh take True Blood. True Blood had one good season. One good, one great season. Second season was cool. Third season was and. The rest was shit. For the end, it got a little better than went back to shit. Right. All right, next. Let's do Eddie Murphy movies. Harlem Nights, Beverly Hills Cop, Boomerang, or Coming to America? Harlem Nights. I would say Boomerang. Nah, you sleep. No, I'll tell you why I say Boomerang. Because, like, the beginning, like... I, I like it. It's cool. Um, and then once him and Halle Berry get together and then he goes back and starts fucking with uh, Robin Givens, it just gets stupid. I'm like, and the movie's too long. It just gets dumb. Like, I don't know. And it's weird that she was talking to, that, that, that Halle Berry was talking to David Allen Greer first. About the cultural impact. That's low key the first black romantic modern modern black romantic comedy. And it was also like, okay, I get it. Yes, you're right. And like the place they were working at, they it was like all black staff or whatever. But it that made it fucking unbelievable to me. I was like, no fucking office like this, marketing agency, whatever the fuck they were, has all only black people working there. That's not real. <laughs> it's not real life. Oh, oh, you sound like people that do HBCUs now. Oh, God. <laughs> no. No. 
that an HBCU is something that's real. It's real life. That's not pretend. But to be in the real world, it, I mean, it's not. It's not real life to be in the real world and have a company this size with only black people working there. He started from the bottom. Huh? He started from the He built it himself. He built it brick by brick. So he, so he's only hiring black people. So when white people apply for this job, that he says, "No, you're not black, so you can't work here." Fuck out of here! That 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 company would have been taken down by discrimination lawsuits a long time ago before it got that big. Anyway, you put way too much realism into this movie. God damn! It's not realistic. It's a re- it's a romantic comedy, man. Fuck that! It was not. It was romantic. If you take away. Boomerang. You know how many black romantic comedies don't exist potentially. And you know what? Most of them are trash anyway, so I don't oh, care. Oh, fuck. Well, whatever. Fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> fuck the next one. Fucking love Jones. Loving basketball. All that shit can go. Love Jones. Not a romantic comedy. Oh, whatever. All, all them shits can go. And then I just didn't believe him and Halle Berry. Like, he don't even like her. Yeah, okay, I will admit, that part was kind of weird, like, it was fucked up how he did his little friend, too, it was like, right. yeah, yeah, and then he fucked up her. Right. Yeah, I guess, whatever, but, Harlem Nights was good, but Harlem Nights, man, Harlem Nights was like, you know how they had those those movies where they put everybody in it? Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know, I feel like, it's funny, but it, it just, I don't know, I never really like, was the biggest Harlem Nights fan. It seemed like one, like one night, uh, at some club in New York or LA, uh, Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy bumped into each other, and they say, "You know what? We should do a movie together." It was, it was just Eddie Murphy showing appreciation to all his favorite comedians. Yeah, all, Eddie was Eddie was big. He was like, "Look, man, he, he loved fucking Richard Pryor. He loved Red Fox. He really loved, you know, he loved like Eddie Murphy was like the original like uh, Issa Rae as far as it goes right. with like." Putting black people on every fucking thing. Like we look at all his movies that he did, and I don't like that shit. Like it, cause, cause like that's cool, like the the gesture, but all these people like don't really have chemistry to me. Like it's just like we're just doing this movie together just because we can. Hey man, work for coming in America. Yeah, I don't. That was a special <laughs> storm of event of you know. Broke Dave Chappelle in, man. You said what? You should have wrote Dave Chappelle in. Shut up. No, I said he broke Dave Chappelle in. He broke him in. What? Yeah, Dave Chappelle and another professor. Oh, my fucking God. You talking about a whole other movie. Yeah, I'm talking about everything Eddie Murphy, because Eddie Murphy is one of the best ever. Even though, even I mean, even all the shitty movies he made, he's still the best to ever do it. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to television. 90 sitcoms with white casts. We ain't gonna talk about no black sitcoms because we fucking beat that horse with a stick. The dead horse. Um, Friends, Seinfeld, Frasier, or Roxanne? Oh, give me the option one more time. Friends, Seinfeld, Frasier, or Roxanne? What is Roxanne? <laughs> Roseanne! <laughs> You said fucking Roxanne. Oh my god, I'm losing my mind. That's what that's what tripped me out. Cause I was like, repeat that shit again. Fucking Roxanne. You know what? I actually, uh, when I was younger, we were living. I want to say when we were living in Oklahoma, there was a network that syndicated Roseanne, and me and my siblings would watch like the whole show and call all the way up. And we kind of ended up really liking it. So I'm going to say fucking Friends. I never got into Friends. I, I, I've seen enough episodes of Friends to know if I like it or not. Yeah, it's, it's okay, but yeah, I'll say Friends for me. Yeah, Friends is just too white for me. It's white, and then it's like, it's like the same kind of jokes for me. Like, I, I really did like Chandler, though. Chandler was my favorite character, but Chandler, Chandler carried the show. But I, I didn't care for it. The Rachel Ross romance I didn't care for. I did like when uh, I did like Courtney Cox character. I forgot her name. They basically Ross' sister started dating uh Chandler and they tried to keep it a secret. Now that was fun, but yeah, other than that, I, I didn't care. 
And you know, that that's saying a lot because I've seen way more episodes of Friends than I have of Seinfeld. <laughs> My last movie one is uh, Toy Story. One, two, or three. That's only three options, right? <laughs> yeah, this is only three Toy Story movies. I'm just saying, usually four, but whatever. Uh, well, the, fourth, the fourth one isn't out yet, so. Third, third one almost made me cry. Shit, all of them almost made me cry, honestly. Mm, second one didn't move me like that. The part I, was, I, was a kid, I was a kid when I saw the first one, so of course I was going to cry. The the part that got me in the second one was, was Jessie when she was telling like her story about her little girl that she used to belong to. They fucking just left her in a box on the side of the road. You know, Toy Story makes... People makes humans seem like they're fucking terrible. I mean, we are. Ter- uh, humans are shit. But, like, the way that these toys get treated, I just feel so bad. Like, they're, like they, like, really have feelings. <laughs> I'm gonna say, hmm, it's between one and three for me. You can't get rid of the first one, because the first one fits the tone. Well, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but when Toy Story first came out, I did not like it. But I'm canceling the show. It's gone, so. <laughs> like, I didn't like the first Toy Story. I was really into like I grew up. And I thought it was amazing. From the CGI alone. I, no, was like, I didn't like that. I was just so used to, like, you know, regular cartoons. I was like, what the fuck is this? I didn't like I'm it. So I'm so glad I know you as an adult because <laughs> you had horrible opinions as a child and teenager. We would have <laughs> never gotten along. <laughs> I was like, bro, you, you're a horrible person. They're like, fuck you. <laughs> Oh my god. Um uh, I'm gonna say the first one. And just uh, yeah. and just Whatever. because I just because in the second and third one I really enjoy the camaraderie between Buzz and Woody. Like I just think that, without the first one. I know, I know. But they didn't like each other in the first one and like looking back, like I hated to see them fighting like that. It was so it just made me sad. Ridiculous. <laughs> and it just made you know Woody look like a jealous bitter bitch. A fucking microwave critic. You want the fucking you want the you want the final you want the results quick and fast, but you don't want to make the meal. The first one made the meal. It prepared it. Okay, are you done? I'm done. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Show's over. Okay, no, we have one more category. Kanye West albums, Late Registration, Graduation, 808s and Heartbreak, and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. You said dropout, right? No, I did not. I said Late Registration, Graduation, 808s, and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I know which one I'm picking. I know which one you're picking, too. Which one am I picking? Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. You're goddamn right. Uh, I'm going to say 808. And that hurts. <laughs> yeah, it hurts either way because it was between those two. But 808, because uh, I, 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 I had to go by which ones I listened to the most. And I was uh, 808. I had to go by which one I listened to the least. Yeah, I, I, out of all those, I listened to 808 the least. Now, if you would have said dropout, uh, dropout would have put the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't. That's why I didn't say it because that one was too easy. Because I would have said that too. Dropout. Oh, I go back to like three songs from Dropout. I almost put Yeezus in here. Man, Yeezus would have stayed for me. <laughs> if it was between late registration, graduation, Yeezus, and my do- beautiful dark twisted fantasy, you'd get rid of twisted fantasy. That's that one's still hard. <laughs> I would probably have to flip a corner or something between uh, and my beautiful daughter to fancy. I really like Yeezus though, but I, I, I understand why people wouldn't like it. And I also, it's not his best, but it, I like it because of the risk he took. Mm-hmm. It was just him being he's like, man, I'm gonna make a fucking low key Death Grips rock album. It wasn't that bad to me. Hmm. Well, all right. This was fun. 
see if we have anything to talk about we'll, we'll reserve these for you know when we you know have it's a it, it's a bye week yeah this, this is the show about nothing <laughs> right but, but yeah uh, i gotta work so y'all have a good day thank you for listening i love the feedback from all y'all uh, sometimes it's via tech sometimes it's via twitter via facebook but thank you for listening, thanks for just being here because I, I don't even listen to this shit. So thank <laughs> you for listening. And you know, just tell them the email and let's let's get this shit over with. Oh my god, the email is all the upside podcast at gmail dot com for any questions, comments, concerns, suggested listening, viewing, watching, and that's it. Yeah. Nah, that's all, man. Stay black. Don't be whack if you're not black just be yourself gotta go yeah you can still go see black panther if you're white just don't say the n-word thanks for listening goodbye